As simple as walking sims, I know it's not simple for everybody. But enjoy nature and the great outdoors. You will be surprised to what it can do for you. There are simply so many benefits and you definitely just have to try it for yourself. I know you won't be disappointed. Welcome to A Journey to Better podcast, where I'll be documenting my journey and providing tips to help you maintain optimal health and live your best life. I'm passionate about helping you crush your goals. I've been on this journey for a while and I've tried it all. Fat loss has always been difficult for me. The weight just seems to stick and it's been quite a journey over the years. I've tried different diets. Honestly, I've been there. I've tried exercise. I was committed to exercising. I even had a personal trainer for more than one year. But when I stopped, the weight gradually picked up again. Just like everyone, I really have to find the time to put in the exercise. But I've always been one to find the time. Whether it's early morning, a walk during a break at work, or after work, I've learned to find the time. But I always ask myself, why has it been so difficult for me? Why do others find it so easy? Thank you for listening in as we journey together to better. Appreciate you. Super excited for this episode. Don't underestimate the power of a walk, where we'll explore ways to walk with purpose. I always think back to my son's comment when I invited him to take a walk with me and he said, walking makes me sad. Hmm, walking made him sad. I must admit that if one thinks about choosing between playing their favorite video games like Fortnite or walking, walking would make them sad for sure. In fact, If we had to choose between walking and any of our not-so-guilty pleasures like baking triple chocolate brownies or painting or coloring or doing jigsaw puzzles, I would choose the latter. But when I think about the simplest and most strategic thing I'm able to do for myself that's COVID-safe, It's walking. When I weigh what activity I can do almost every day with little preparation, minimum effort, no special equipment, and that can contract or expand to fit the exact amount of time I have available, it's obviously walking. When I consider what I can do for myself, even when I'm not feeling my best, it's walking. When I want to do something that is good for my mind, body, and soul, it's walking. When I want someone's company or just want to be alone, walking works. At the beginning of the year, I made a commitment to myself that I would reach 10,000 steps each and every day. And I'm happy to say that I've just passed 90 days and haven't missed a bit. Or should I say, haven't missed a step. I walk about six to eight miles a day. Every day, I'm not alone ripping 
the benefits of psychological, mental, and emotional rewards of walking. In his New Yorker article, Why Walking Helps Us Think, journalist Ferris Jabayer writes that when we go for a walk, we perform better on tests of memory and attention. Our brain cells build new connections, starving off the unusual withering of the brain's tissue that comes with age. We can actively change the pace of our thoughts by deliberately walking more briskly or by slowing down. And our attention is left to meander and observe, helping us generate new ideas and to have strokes of insight. According to the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, a single bout of moderate to vigorous activity, including walking, can improve sleep, thinking and learning while reducing symptoms of anxiety. And doing it outdoors can compound the dividends. According to Dr. Joe Burton, Senior Lecturer of the School of Sports Rehabilitation and Exercise Sciences at the University of Essex, you can improve your self-esteem and your mood with just five minutes of exposure to nature. Imagine just five minutes of exposure to nature. Why does it work so quickly? As Burton shares, exposure to nature helps us switch from voluntary attention, which draws on our reserves of focus and energy, to involuntary attention, which requires less focus and energy. This allows us to recover from mental fatigue. How awesome is that? We can recover from mental fatigue just by enjoying nature and the great outdoors. Did you know some of the well-known legends from history were walkers too? Charles Darwin, for example, known for the theory of evolution. William Wordsworth, English poet. Aristotle, Greek philosopher. And Friedrich Nietzsche, German philosopher. All these are historians that we know about and they also enjoyed walking. They were all obsessive walkers using the rhythm of walking to help them generate ideas. And while any form of exercise has been shown to activate the brain, walking is a proven creativity booster as well. Try it for yourself and see. Let me also say this, as simple as walking seems, I know it's not simple for everyone. Some people have mobility challenges that make walking an ordeal or even impossible. Others may live in neighborhoods that are unsafe for walking, while others may have experienced trauma that makes walking alone or the outdoors feel threatening. Some of us have responsibilities at home that limit our independence and others may have weather conditions that make exposure uncomfortable or risky. If you fall into one or more of these categories or if I missed one, I hope you find something that you use to quiet your anxiety, keep your brain sharp and maintain physical well-being. For those of us who love to walk like I do and can walk, we know that we can walk for exercise and for transportation. I grew up in Zimbabwe and walking was definitely a mode of transportation. Obviously, 
mostly out of necessity, but they sure reaped the benefits as well. Let's explore additional ways to walk with purpose. Number one, walk for perspective. These are trying times and we've been going through a lot. The global pandemic has robbed so many of us of so much and yet most of us can still find perspective in the struggle. On days when I need some perspective, I stroll while looking at the sun, the trees or the mountains. These views remind me to reflect on the expansiveness of the universe. It reminds me to appreciate the beauty of nature and it prompts me to consider how much of the world there still is for me to explore. So enjoy that walk, which could be a walk for perspective. Number two, walk for connection. While you can walk alone, You don't have to. And these days, walking is one of the safer activities available to us. Before I moved from the previous city I lived in to the next city over, I had a standing walk with my sister, my forever walking buddy. And now, despite being a number of miles apart, we still have our virtual walks just over the phone. You can definitely invite a friend or a family member to join you in person when it is doable, safe and responsible, or over the phone when it isn't. I also do Fitbit challenges with a group of five to 10 friends weekly. This tracks our steps throughout the week and it encourages us to take our walks because we all enjoy that friendly competition. So enjoy that walk, which could be a walk for connection. Number three, Walk for learning. As much as I like to clear my mind, I also like to fill it with new and useful information. I might walk whilst listening to a podcast or an audiobook or even the recording of a webinar that I signed up for but wasn't able to attend or other audio tutorials. Or I might take some photos on my phone of a tree or other shrubbery that I can't identify and look it up when I get home. So don't forget, enjoy that walk, which could be a walk for learning. Number four, walk for gratitude. As someone who has experienced my fair share of losses or stresses, I often walk with a focus of how lucky I feel to be able to walk and the relief of being able-bodied and healthy. I will focus on the gift of feeling safe most of the time as a woman walking alone or that I have a clean hot shower waiting for me at the end of my walk or I might even focus on the gift of being alive right now when so many have left us. So don't forget to enjoy your walk which could be a walk for gratitude. And lastly, number five, 
walk for productivity. Sometimes I arrange a coaching call with a client who has also committed to walk and talk, or I might schedule a networking call with a client who is walking too. But what I love the most is that I am also productive when I walk and sometimes dictate brainstorming ideas or even a new article for my podcast into my phone's voice recorder. When I come home, I have something I can cross off my to-do list in addition to my day's walk. So you can enjoy your walk and it could be a walk for productivity. And sometimes I have to let go of my goals and let the walk's purpose reveal itself to me. I just go out there and enjoy the walk. Let's do a quick recap of the ways to walk with purpose. Number one, walk for perspective. Number two, walk for connection. Number three, walk for learning. Number four, walk for gratitude. Number five, walk for productivity. Here's the bottom line. Walk when you can and where you can. Your body, mind, and soul will thank you for it. I hope you enjoyed our episode for today. Till next time, happy listening. That's it for today. If you liked our episode, please do smash that subscribe button, give us five stars and leave an honest review. That is what gets the word out there. Till next time, happy listening.